Welcome to Fright Night for Real. Just kidding. Hi everyone, welcome to Connected. In this video, we are going to explore a very small portion of Ed and Lorraine Warren's world. You might know them from The Conjuring, but in this video, we will be visiting two of the world's most haunted cemeteries. So let's get started. In the early afternoon of Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, I went to visit Union Cemetery in Easton, Connecticut, and then Stepney Cemetery in Monroe, Connecticut with my family. While we were there, we couldn't record at Union Cemetery because there were volunteers there that were working on cleaning up the cemetery. The compilation of photos and video are from October 3rd, as well as a visit I made to Stepney Cemetery with Lorraine Warren and a group of people in April of 2009. Union and Stepney cemeteries are two of the most haunted cemeteries in the world. Ed and Lorraine Warren's household is in Monroe, Connecticut, where they have their occult museum filled with objects that they both had collected in over 50 years of their investigations with the Roman Catholic Church into hauntings and paranormal activity. And their occult museum is definitely one of the most haunted places in the entire world. I will do a future video on my experience going into that occult museum, but for now, let's focus on Union and Stepney cemeteries. Today, both Ed and Lorraine Warren are buried in Stepney Cemetery, less than a mile away from their house that is currently occupied by their son-in-law, Tony Spira, and their daughter, Judy. Next to Stepney Cemetery is the church that Ed and Lorraine Warren had attended, Our Lady of the Rosary Chapel, where Bishop Robert McKenna performed many exorcisms throughout the years, with the Warrens present. Both cemeteries were said to be established in the 1700s. Both Union and Stepney cemeteries are less than five miles apart, connected by Connecticut 59 Stepney Easton Road. Interestingly enough, on Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, just before we arrived at Stepney Cemetery, Tony Spira, Ed and Lorraine Warren's son-in-law, had just finished filming in the cemetery. I received the notification later on after I had left, and after we had eaten at Country Pizza across from Stepney Cemetery. Tony had said that Country Pizza was a favorite of Ed and Lorraine's, and that they would go there to eat after church let out. I will say that not one of my family or our friends left unsatisfied after eating at Country Pizza. The portions were large and the prices were right, and the service was impeccable. Also, if you find yourself in Monroe at night, Ed and Lorraine also enjoyed Roberto's Italian Restaurant, which is also less than a mile from the cemetery. When I had gone to visit Lorraine and their occult museum in 2009, we went to Roberto's restaurant for dinner before going to take psychic photos at Stepney Cemetery. And boy did I get some psychic photos that night. Lorraine had explained to us before we left her house that night 
that if you're going to a cemetery with the intent to take photos of spirit orbs, then usually the other side will show up for the occasion. We all also have our own spirit guides and angels around us all the time as well. Typically, the spirits of the dead don't just hang around or live in cemeteries like you might see in a movie. However, for the rare few that are grounded to areas like Union and Stepney cemeteries, there's usually a reason they're still there. Many times these spirits don't know that they're dead and simply need to be told so and encouraged to cross over. Other times when people see spirits in the cemeteries, it could also simply be residual energy playing out for us to see in our dimension from time to time. Our planet has something called the crystalline grid that holds energy at certain points, referred to as ley lines. The grid holds energy from events that had happened throughout history. Unfortunately, dark energy sticks a lot easier to the grid. So in recent years, many light workers like myself have been working to cleanse areas of the planet, or in this case, cemeteries, that have had a rich history of dark times. In other cases, when hauntings occur, it has been noted that spirits may be prohibited to cross because an evil entity, usually the demonic, is holding them back from crossing. So until the demonic infestation is dealt with, those poor souls are tethered to an area. According to Ed and Lorraine Warren, in horror movies, the spookiest scenes frequently take place in graveyards. There are good reasons why. Spirits often roam graveyards. By this, we don't mean terrible monsters, though occasionally you see such a monster in a graveyard. We simply mean the spirits of the dead people who wish to make contact again with living people. Our society receives many phone calls and letters from people eager to share their experiences with us. At a recent lecture, we were asked how it is that so many graveyards seem to be haunted. Our reply, On a lark, people frequently go to nearby graveyards and begin performing all sorts of dark rites that they've read about in books. These people think they're just having a little fun, but what they're really doing is inviting satanic forces into the graveyard and into their lives. For this reason, we urge you not to experiment with any occult rites a friend or a book may have led you to. You have only to look at the shocking number of satanic murders in the United States to see how serious a problem this has become. And several of those murders have taken place in cemeteries. Ed and Lorraine Warren In regards to Union and Stepney cemeteries, they are famous for many ghostly encounters, both in the cemeteries and on the dark roads at night. There is a man who was set on fire across from Union Cemetery. 
There's also the ghost of Sam Headley, whose body found its way to the surface after being weighed down in a sinkhole behind Union Cemetery. There's also the hitchhiking traveler who ends up in your car with you as you drive down Connecticut 59, as well as the famous white lady who wanders between Union and Stepney cemeteries at night. In regards to the latter, the white lady, there hasn't been much of a disturbing account of her being seen in the cemetery as some of the others. However, Ed had also caught her on film, and in one case she was seen with dark shadows that she was arguing with. Now, when we had talked earlier about how the demonic can hold a soul to one certain area, there are these things called shadow demons that are lower level demons that we can see but they appear as dark shadows so it is quite possible according to that account of the white lady being trapped there by some darker entities or forces ed and lorraine warren's book graveyard tells the stories of sam the burning man and the white lady as well as other ghostly encounters and wicked tales that haunt the cemeteries of Connecticut and beyond. It has to be noted in this video that both Easton, Connecticut and Monroe, Connecticut, home to both Union and Stepney cemeteries, border Newtown, Connecticut. Newtown has its own rich history being home to the second established Church of Satan in the entire United States. I will do a video on Newtown separately, but I feel that that needs to be said given the highly active spiritual cemeteries of Union and Stepney that are in the border communities of that town. Especially since Ed and Lorraine Warren, as well as Father Bishop McKenna, have all attested to dark occult practices as well as satanic practices that are performed in these cemeteries that can draw evil entities to the cemetery. And according to all three, those evil entities don't always just stay in the cemetery. They're drawn to the people that call upon them to do their bidding. According to Ed and Lorraine Warren, Following our study of Union Cemetery, we became aware of how much our investigation had taught us. More than ever, we learned that graveyards are not dead at all, but are alive with information about the supernatural and the paranormal. This is one reason that, even today, we return again and again to Union Cemetery. There is an entire history of New England buried in its graves, a history accessible to those of enough faith and determination to find it. The video and audio tapes we continue to make there only enhance our understanding of those realms beyond our own. Because of our success at this cemetery, the Society is now investigating other cemeteries as well. Ghosts have been glimpsed as midnight draws near, and the dead speak clearly to the living. No work is more vital to us these days than unlocking the secrets of graveyards. 
burn the bucolic tranquility of country cemeteries. One hears all human history in the whispers and cries and pleas of the dead. We ask for your prayers as we continue to seek out these most profound of secrets. Ed and Lorraine Warren However, much has changed in the world after our great shift of 2012, where the good on the planet has finally outweighed the evil. Duality is over, and the light on our planet is forcing the darkness out. There's a great quote from Bishop Robert McKenna's Ford and Ralph Sarchi and Lisa Collier Cool's book, Deliver Us from Evil. No one can claim to be a Christian, much less a Catholic, who doubts or denies the devil. Christ came to redeem mankind from the dominions of Satan and his apostate legions of fallen angels. Bishop Robert McKenna On that note, it's good to know that you should protect yourself before entering a cemetery especially one that is renowned for its hauntings. It has also been said that places that are within the shadow of a church or a holy place tend to be playgrounds for the demonic or dark energies. That is because it is true that the closer you become to God, the more the devil wants you. So protecting yourself can never hurt. An easy way to do this is to imagine yourself filled with white light, as if you are in the center of a bubble of protective white light. Some call this the Christ light. White light is a high vibrational frequency light that today, more than ever, will naturally repel dark energies, entities, and spirits away from you. To help you envision this, you can loop your forefingers, touching your thumbs, like a figure eight. And then imagine this forming a gold rope around the center of your body. Then fill that space with a white protective light that surrounds you. Another way to protect yourself is through prayer. I will do future episodes where I'll include prayers that will help you to either bless areas or protect yourself and your family. You can say a prayer of protection before and after visiting a cemetery so that nothing attaches itself to you during your visit. And if you're called to pray while you're in the cemetery, that works too. Ed and Lorraine Warren have the prayer of St. Michael etched into their gravestone. So at least that prayer is there for you as well if you feel as if you need it. Also, there are certain crystals and stones that help with the protection from dark energies. So you can wear them or keep them with you on your journey through the cemetery. I prefer selenite. It helps keep the demonic away. It's also good to have near windows or entrances at home as well as by your bedside while you sleep at night. When you're going to a cemetery to look for anything ghosty and not to simply visit a family member who has passed, that is when spiritual protection is a must. Be mindful of your intent. Like Lorraine said, 
ghosts show up because they want to be caught on film. They want to be seen and for people to know that there is life after death. But spirit communication can be tricky. Make sure your intent doesn't involve seeing anything dark, evil, or demonic. Curiosity alone could allow them a foothold in your life. You must protect yourself at all costs. And if you don't believe me, then believe the Warrens, a couple who dedicated their lives to protecting and helping others, many of whom unintentionally let the demonic in. It's not a game, so stay safe and protect yourself always. My first visit to the cemetery with Lorraine in 2009 was before the shift of 2012, which I'll talk about more on my channel. And there's a big difference in these cemeteries today than when I went in 2009. When I personally went to Union in October, I felt drawn to the back area where there's an opening. It doesn't look like there were graves there, but there could have been and the headstones could have been removed. But there's a small clearing back by the woods and I felt compelled to take pictures of the woods at the time. And it was after that I read in Ed and Lorraine's graveyard book by Robert David Chase that that is where Sam Headley was buried after he was murdered and his body had found its way up after being weighed down in a sinkhole and they say it's because Sam wanted to be found. There's also some people that have attested to the fact that the white lady ends up going into the back wooded area. That cemetery is full of history and hauntings, so none of this surprises me. But I did find it interesting that in both Union and Stepney cemeteries, I was drawn to the outskirts of the cemetery, which is very important when I was talking to you earlier about how people have gone around to try to clear the negativity from these cemeteries. In the back of Stepney Cemetery, there's a little white cottage where I felt very drawn, as well as to the rock wall between Our Lady of the Rosary Chapel and the cemetery itself. And like I said, there's been high activity in both of these cemeteries. So I was expecting to be able to catch a lot of spirit orbs on my camera just because we had gone there with the intent to see spirits that day. However, that's not exactly what had happened, at least for me when I was taking photos in the cemetery. I was also called when you walk into Stepney Cemetery to the very right of the cemetery front area. And when I took pictures there, I caught rainbows in front of a grave. And I'll talk more about rainbows in just a minute. Because briefly, I do want to point out to you that if you do go into Stepney, when you enter, if you go to the back right portion of the cemetery, mostly to the right, you'll find Ed and Lorraine Warren's grave, right up back toward the wall. My mom's EMF reader also went off at the Warren's grave, as well as when she asked a question to her EVP meter, she got a response. In regards to human people helping to cross lost souls over and clearing negative energy out of cemeteries, 
I will say that if Ed were here, he would probably say this. Yes, there are people out there putting a good faith effort into crossing lost souls over and blessing cemeteries. But there are also a lot of people out there still practicing occult rituals in cemeteries, most of whom don't know what they're playing with, because that's it. To them, it's a game. So there will be people stupid enough or evil enough to try to conjure demons in a cemetery or practice necromancy and other occult rituals. And whatever evils they invoke will have to continue to be dealt with. And I would agree with Ed if he had said that to me. But as someone who has experienced the other side, both pre and post the shift, I do want to conclude with at least some positive, hopeful thoughts. A lot has changed in the world since Ed's passing on August 23rd, 2006. And a lot has changed since my first visit to Stepney Cemetery in April of 2009. And even more change took place after 2012. The world also suffered a great physical loss with the passing of both Bishop Robert McKenna on December 16, 2015, and later with Lorraine on April 18, 2019. It is my belief that the rainbows and light orbs I captured in Union and Stepney cemeteries on Saturday, October 3, 2020, were from Ed and Lorraine Warren, as I had asked them to be there with us that day. When I was in Union Cemetery, at one point, I felt the urge to just raise my camera to the sky and take a couple of photos. I'd only taken three photos of the sky at Union Cemetery in that moment. And when I later looked at those photos, that's when I saw the light orbs flying in the sky. And just as I took my camera down, my mother and I encountered two dragonflies flying close by and intertwining through their paths. And then they landed on the fence in the bush next to us. And I just knew that that was a sign from Ed and Lorraine that they were there with us. I believe through the rainbows and light orbs, they were telling me that they have cleansed the cemeteries, possibly even with the help of Bishop McKenna, so that no soul will be tethered to the earthly plane anymore. I felt her with me at her grave, and know that although they are not with us in body, that Ed and Lorraine are still fighting the good fight from the other side, where they are more powerful now than ever. God, let their light and love shine down on the world so that we will be in darkness no more. Thank you for watching. Please like and subscribe so that YouTube knows to share this content with others. I will be doing future videos on the Warrens and maybe some more spooky cemeteries. So if you'd like to hear more from the Conjuring world, make sure you subscribe. And with that, love and light to you all, Liz Lovegood. Thank you.
everyone, Liz Lovegood here. I wanted to thank you personally for listening to this podcast. If you could take a few moments to subscribe and rate this podcast, it would be extremely helpful in helping this podcast grow. Also, if you could share this with others, it would be very helpful as well. If you would like more information about the topics presented or if you would like to reach out, check us out at lovegoodholistic.com where I will be posting the videos of the podcast that you're listening to. My email information and contact information is up there as well. So again, that's lovegoodholistic.com. And if you really want to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, you can go to the link in the descriptor below, which is anchor.fm slash connected 5D slash support. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy.